This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Oh no, my cats are acting up. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who needs no introduction, his return with the with the v instead of a u to cold cuts podcast we have mr house of decline alex house of decline welcome back you've Uh, been on your podcast grind pretty heavy and i noticed that you've been doing a lot of twitter spaces recently one of which i hopped in how's how's that been going well i like doing that because um i i do it while drawing i realized i i'm totally fucking addicted to twitter but if mm. i'm doing spaces if i'm talking to people then the verbal part of my brain is distracted mm-hmm. so i can do inking or like drawing anything that doesn't require me to write words i can do while talking to people yes um and what's great about that is you just if you have a reach just anybody comes on and there are many interesting i talked to like this dude who does fucking uh research in the amazon jungle with with like uh pop like he's just some guy out there he's got like 15 followers he has the most interesting job i've ever that's awesome and yeah and it's like how how, why do you read my comics you're doing like real stuff (laughs) yeah that's really cool dude i i i do believe on some level that if i wasn't like if my only way out was not through like illustration and comics, the my my backup route, I would have fallen into something animal related. I just love animals so much. Like anything outdoors, wildlife shit would have just been it's so fresh. And I have nothing so much respect sexual, for people though. who do that. No, nothing sexual. Have done sexual stuff. I, I just like I love like that that exact thing that you describe, like that job of just like doing either restorative work or just research in like the jungle like all that stuff is so it sounds like such a badass job it's like the coolest thing i think you can do yeah well it's just a pure pursuit of knowledge you know it feels like did you ever watch master and commander i have not no oh it's so it's a good uh russell crowe right uh, yeah, it's Russell Crowe yes. and Paul Bettany, and they have a very homoerotic friendship on their sailing ship. But uh, Paul Bettany is a naturalist in it. And they have like a scene, hmm. a very intense homoerotic scene where they're doing like a violin duet together. And it's really, I think you and oh Harris God. would have like a great time watching it together. It <laughs> sounds like, awesome. Yeah, I've yeah, seen I don't know it. I've the, seen a little bit of it. You sort of have it. a Russell Crowe, Paul Bettany relationship, actually. But Paul Bettany, you're the Paul Bettany, Harris, because you're oh, the nice. naturalist. I mean, yeah. Zach is also a naturalist, but so is Russell Crowe in the movie. But Paul Bettany specifically, there's this, there's this scene where it's like it's mostly about naval battles, but um, they go to the Galapagos Islands just yes. for like this 15 minute extended sequence, and it's like just beautiful and gorgeous and like oh, yeah. heartbreaking and about sort of 
the changing nature of the world and our relationship to it. And it's, I mean, Master and Commander, everyone will tell you that that Master and Commander movie hits, but I think you especially would be moved. Would by like that. it. All right. I've never even heard of it. So I got to watch it. it. Funny story. I actually was 20 feet away from Paul Bettany on Saturday. I was, no. he was, uh, Oh really? He, yeah. When I went, to, I went to this, uh, convention Megacon in Orlando and I think, like, in anticipation, I had looked up some of the guest lists, but I don't think I saw, like, the extended guest list, like, the celebrity guests that were going to be there. It was fucking out of control. I saw I, I saw all these guys were there basically signing autographs and taking photos and doing meet and greets, but it was, like, Paul Bettany. He was sitting right next to Rain Wilson. They were set up next to... Um, Dude, I didn't see her, but because she just hadn't come out yet, but her booth was set up. Susan Sarandon was there. Oh, Marissa what? Tomei. Yeah, and mother. Um, she shitted in the mother toilet. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's true. And then um, uh, Ken Ken Hoi Kwan was there. He was signing things Love that of, guy. of everything, everywhere, fame, and the Goonies, of course. And uh, it was like kind of out of control. And the lines also like Finn Wolfhard and the other Stranger Things kid was there, but like. The, the, oh, the, the, the Zionist was the Zionist stranger. He was not there. there. He was suspicious, <laughs> suspiciously absent. But but the, the other kid who was missing his teeth was there. And then and oh, then yeah. the Gaden Matarazzo. Yeah, and then and that but the lines to meet the like first of all it's like a hundred dollars to get an autograph or take a photo with them and the lines were crazy to meet them but like I could stand there right next to them and I was like holy shit but the only guy that I met there funny enough because there was not that many people waiting to see him was I talked to Butch Hartman. I spoke to him, Yo, and which was dude, kind of crazy. Legend, a cartoon legend, weird Christian, but who cares? Yeah, I know, he made the I fucking know. fairly odd parents. He's, he is, I, I learned that fairly recently, that he's a, a new world creationist, or I forget what it's called. Yeah, which he's, I got think, some, he's got some crackpot beliefs. He's but, a little you know. crazy. I think he's, he's based, these, guys. He's based in Red Hill, let's kind of be honest here. He's one of these guys that's like, Jesus is coming back, and this time he's not fucking around which is kind of funny i love that but the, but i met i went up there was literally like two people in line to see him and i was like do these guys either not know who this is or like i was like this is nuts and so i went i went up and there was a little person sitting next not a little person but like a person <laughs> sitting next to him that was like that was like you know if you wanted to have an autograph or take a photo you had to like pay them you know what i mean but i and so i went up to them and i and i was just like is it cool if i just like i just want to talk and say thank you to butch and they were like that's totally fine and they gave me this right here they gave me this little pin a butch hartman pin yo did. yo the famous cool. picture oh I know. god it says art gives you power use it wisely which is very cool and then and then i talked to butch and he was uh really nice and i was just like hey man like i loved fairly odd parents and danny phantom growing up like no doubt your sense of humor had a huge inspiration on me and uh love what you do and he was like that's great he's like what you know are are you a cartoonist and i was like yeah i am actually and then i gave him a bunch of beetle moses stickers that i had on hand and sure and he was really nice and so yeah that was that was pretty cool but you're, gonna, um, you're one step closer to the beetle moses cartoon uh kind of you're gonna have to work with uh it will be funny if Butch Hartman tries to start, you know, he's in his late period career now, so he might be getting a little yes. more weird with it. Like might be pushing the Christian stuff a little more. Yeah. Well, does well, it, am I insane? I thought he made his own like Christian Netflix. He did. It, yeah. it was like a weird Kickstarter thing and like nobody got the, it, there's a whole thing associated, but it sounds like you had a positive interaction. With I him, had a so good interaction with him. I mean, look, I, I know that I know, 
I, I, I had a phase, obviously, as many do, and you know, the, the 2010 to 20. You just timed out. Yeah. Oh, okay, you timed out. out. Okay, sorry. I, I had this bit like, I'm, you know, amazing atheist period somewhere in college, probably, and now I've, I'm just like, honestly, with religious people, even if they have like weird beliefs, I'm just like, but whatever, you know, it's a, it's a tough world. Whatever yeah. gets you through the day, I'm not really like here to judge. And he was nice, so what, it what doesn't can I say? really enter the cartoons. You can't really read Christianity into the Fairly Odd Parents Definitely or, or Danny Phantom in any strong way. Yeah, I would actually say both of those things. The fact that they utilize either magic or like the undead in some capacity. I feel like a lot of hardcore Christians that goes against like, isn't that why they hated Harry Potter? Isn't it? Wasn't oh like yeah, a whole dude. Section of, As my you know aunt I mean? was hated Harry Potter. I was not allowed to bring my Harry Potter books over, but also Pokemon. Cause she was like, it's teaching evolution. Cause they evolve like into each other. And it was like, oh, well, yeah. I guess, but I, I don't really think so. But yeah, but my dad hated Pokemon. Stuff. Well, because it's demon summoning, right? That's what he said. It's demon summoning. But the thing is, he was sort of right because it did lead to a lifelong obsession with the idea of demon summoning and, you know, liking <laughs> the Ars Gear. Yeah. I say Yu Gi Oh is more demon summoning. Pokemon are like yeah. literally supposed to be animals. They're like they? animals. Yeah. yeah I don't true. know. It's you like weird. eat them and shit. I don't think you could eat a demon. Maybe. You can eat a demon. You can eat Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, I, they I would eat, eat like I'm, magic carpet shit. Yeah. They would eat magic carpet. That's funny videos devoted to which pokemon would taste best including one brian david gilbert where he even analyzes the meta quality of which pokemon <laughs> tastes best and then decides that it's togepi because it's an egg oh no it's way egg. dude milk tank i feel like because you could like it's milk, uh, milk and then also sticks. a cow yeah i could yeah. see that i could see magikarp probably being pretty good that's just like a like a tilapia fillet or something yeah. it's pretty benign uh, uh yeah, Dude, I, I would want like that a... bunny Pokemon for sure. Oh, that's no doubt. <laughs> you'd eat, eat the you'd one. eat the low bunny. You would eat the, yeah. the large hipped rabbit. Yeah, just that... alive yeah. too. Like don't... if you <laughs> if you ate one of the more human looking Pokemon, would you get like a prion disease? If you ate like a Mister Mime, would you be? <laughs> you be I don't. There's they always like... the Mister Mimes out there. They're edging closer and closer to like, dude. That's literally just a chick. But they're so hardline. <laughs> yeah. Like they're not. They just have humanoid shapes. They're not that yeah. cool, but like the, I had I, I had know. a really I had an, an old comic idea that just never came to fruition because I could not find a way to succinctly like put it into like a three panel one page thing. But I wanted there to be like something where there was like a Mister Mime suffrage where they were like trying to like gain the <laughs> right to vote, and then like finally they actually do gain the right to vote and. The problem is that they have a massive influx of write-in votes for Mr. Mime because all they can say is Mr. Mime. <laughs> and so, but I like, I was like, there's just no way to that's, like distill this down. You can't do a, three. That's that's like a whole like epic. That's like no, you can't do you that in three it. panels. Yeah, it's like do an a, odyssey. Uh, do like a the fanfic. Jinx. A fanfic, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that's but, how uh, Fifty Shades of Grey got made. It was a Twilight fanfic. You could literally do like a mime. Really? Mr. Mime epic and then have it turn into its own thing. Yeah, dude. It was literally an erotic fan fiction that oh, yeah. like people were like, this is amazing. So I she like, that, I thought control cut change names. Huh? I could have sworn that the first Fifty Shades was like, I thought it was written in like the 80s is it really that no, new? no yeah it's a, literally oh, a twilight what? fan fiction it was started after twilight <laughs> Bella and edward 
but that's what twilight was about too because really there haven't been a lot of really big pop mainstream sub fantasies you know, try and think of like another because that's what Twilight is all about. Two monster men. Stop ascribing your LGBTQ lifestyle onto these children's it's that, books. It's house. woke. We're making Twilight <laughs> fucking woke. We're you know we're the secret socialism of Twilight. Yeah, like a YouTube video about the secret socialism. The, no. Wasn't there? What was the one? The really famous one that was about Harry Potter that people couldn't tell if it was oh, a hoax. My or not? immortal. That's, yes. that's so good. Yeah, I am Rebony Avon Darkness Dementia Way. Yeah, what do you mean by uh, uh, Gerard oh, Way, who is also? What do you mean by a sub fantasy? Oh, it's so it's like so the premise of Twilight, right? Is I am the most irresistible girl to these monster men that can kill me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the sub fantasy. It's like these guys could kill me, but they don't because because, you know, oh, I see. OK, good. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. The, pussy's, the pussy's too good. Right. You know, <laughs> but it's like when Robert Pattinson, he says, you're my own personal brand of heroin. I'm constantly thinking about, you know, destroying your body. And, you know, that should be threatening. But apparently all over subs all over the world were like, I like that. awesome and that's that's what 50 shades of gray is about too it's like a very it's a pop submissive fantasy which before that like it's usually dom fantasies it's usually sort of like more male oriented dom fantasies that's like it would depend on the audience of who the book's for right generally yeah yeah uh the the what was the one? This is the real thing. Did we already talk? I feel like the three of us. I'm having flashbacks. I've already talked about this on podcast. But the, you know, that one German guy that met like on cannibalsmeat.org and then, you know, paid paid a guy to come out there who consented to have him to be like slowly yeah. dissected and cooked, and then, and then it became like a weird thing because they couldn't decide if he. If it was like murder I, or not, can you consent I, to murder? Because he consented. I think yeah. he. I think the guy walked. I mean, I. Th- I don't think. I don't he remember. Actually, I don't remember what the turnout. Well, allegedly, that was. if I'm not misremembering, in the trial, he did say, "I think when the he like, it the guy was like, I think resisting towards the end or something, unless he knocked him out." I don't I think totally that forget. works because, like, you can't consent to a street fight, right? So, like, you get in trouble. But, like, I, I, I went to law school. I don't know law, actually, but though, so don't, <laughs> don't listen I, to me on any. Of I that. don't actually know. I'm kind of curious what the turnout was of that guy. What German... all I remember from that story is that they ate the penis first, but he overcooked it, which is such a shame because you only get one shot at that. You know, that would be like the prime piece. I feel like if you were a gay guy eating another guy. Right. You would want to eat the dick. Well, you'd be interested because you'd be interested to actually eat the dick more out of a curiosity than. Right. But I feel it's like a meat you've never worked with before. It's like all cartilaginous. I feel like it would be very like you. It, it's like a piece of fish. Like you can't overcook it. Right. Yeah. Because it's mostly just like it's it's mostly like uh, holes. You know, it's mostly like bone. Didn't he foods. give it to the dog or something afterwards? Well, funny. I think okay. <laughs> I did find out there there was some complications. He is currently serving a life sentence, but yeah. originally they got him for manslaughter because I'm assuming because there um like the because yeah, of the I mean, consent i don't yeah, know i mean it's like you, you kill the guy but it's yeah how do you that this happens so rarely how do you categorize it within the, yeah just something that you should have done it in canada happen. bro you guys yeah. had that guy what did he do he cut off that dude's head on the bus and then he went what to, 
Did he walk? Dude, I don't know. I, guy... I imagine that was an insanity defense thing, though. Well, dude, he went to fucking this. He had to go to like a psych place for like two years, and then they were like, "He's good," and he's like totally free now. It's yeah, maybe crazy, he is. Bro. Who knows? Who knows? Good Let's. For him. I hope the best. I would like to. You know. So, have you ever been on a cross country bus? I get it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted. I've dude, I don't know there. why. Like it is insane. People don't take the train, dude. I mean, the trains here kind of suck, but like. I hate oh, yeah. bus travel is the worst travel yeah. on earth, dude. Yeah, bus travel definitely sucks. I mean, I will say the thing that I preferred always about bus travel is the only benefit as opposed to the train is that you're above ground so you can still use the internet and be on your phone. That used to be the annoying thing about being on the train is when you go underground, especially if there's delays, you're sitting there. Can and you just you're talk just... to the person next with you and grow well, as a human? No, because they're eating like a yeah. full plate of spaghetti. Like that's usually <laughs> what it's like in like in on the New York subway system. Did I do not miss that. a uh, picture. You know how like first of all, because of the fact that the smells and airplanes travel everywhere so fast, it's insane. You used to be able to smoke, <laughs> even though it's like, dude, there's a smoking section. There's no way that people up front were not not all contracting cancer. Like, Absolutely. there's yeah. no fucking way, dude. But dude, yeah. I just saw a picture, and it's like this couple, and they're smiling, and they brought like onto the plane just like a whole seafood platter, and I was like, dude, I would vomit if I was fucking. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply disgusting we there's a there's a there's a a movie theater near me which is on the fancy side like when you get tickets it's on like a couch and they bring you you can order food like crab legs real alamo draft it wasn't the crab legs actually but i've been there and like they have really good popcorn and all this stuff but you can also order like chicken wings and random crap the couple in front of angie and i back in i don't know this was like a few months ago ordered a plate of brussels sprouts which i i like brussels sprouts but like they smell like, like farts, they dude. stink <laughs> they smell yeah, like yeah, farts. they do stink yeah they and they stink. and they brought out this plate of brussels sprouts and i was like do you guys have any common sense at all? Like, yeah. why would you order? Well, dude, that's the movie theater's the fault. Food You're trying to blame it. the drug addict and not the pusher, dude. The movie theater <laughs> the should not be selling fucking brussels dude. Would you like your microwave fish? We microwave it inside <laughs> the movie theater. It's disgusting, oh, dude. Have you like... guys heard of balut or galut? Oh yeah, yes. oh yeah, the Filipino yeah. Uh, partially fertilized. That would duck. be the craziest movie theater. <laughs> I I never I, I never I never had balut, but I went one time with I have I think everybody has a friend like this, and in most circles I am this friend, but there is one guy who has out been this friend to me who will just eat anything the most disgusting crap imaginable with glee. He like seeks it out. My friend Adam, he he who was also my roommate at a time, and he wanted to go to this filipino restaurant in new york called the jeepney or something and we went we went over there and he specifically went there to get balut they like serve it there and like it's pretty much the only time that i've encountered a food that 
because I'll try anything once usually. And this is the only time that I, no pun intended, chickened out. But I was just like, I cannot fucking eat that. But when I, when they brought it to him. It's a duck. You could have said ducked out. You moron. I ducked out. No, it's over for me. When when they brought it and like he cracked it open, I, I, he was like, do you at least want to like, he was like, do you want to try it? And I was like, let me just smell it. And I took a little whiff and I sensed at that moment i was like i kind of get it because it actually smelled halfway between a, a boiled egg and chicken noodle soup you like mm-hmm. and which it kind of is, is. <laughs> like, yeah, of bite the head off you know like yeah, i can no. i can do that with shrimp like when you're going to like a hot pot restaurant i can eat a whole shrimp for some reason eating that bug is fine for me but yeah. other other thing like a like a ducks are cute you know, <laughs> you yeah. know i can't bite the head off one <laughs> To be to be fair, this one I don't know if it's a different style of balut, but it looked like they had cooked it more in its like zygotian form than they had in its like embryonic form. Like it looked more just like a gelatinous mass. It didn't look, have like a beak and eyes didn't have a or soul. anything. Didn't but have it a soul. We should but be doing with this uh, human galut balut babies or something. Uh, There's got to uh, be a time galut. <laughs> oh god dude uh, uh that's like the south park episode where christopher reeve is sucking out all the stem oh, cells the, the what's fetuses. it called uh <laughs> what is that shit uh, called did you say it i spoke over you stem cells stem cells yes He's stem cells. It. that episode is great that was <laughs> crazy that, that was like i remember as a kid that being like a huge deal in the media for like a year and probably well, not even a year like six it, months. i i i kind of learned what it actually was more recently than i'd like to admit because like my two years ago when angie's uh nephew was born when he they asked her sister and brother-in-law do you basically want to like keep because when you're born they can i don't know if it's from the womb or from or from the, the placenta, actual baby. you can keep the placenta you can keep yeah. the placenta and there are st- the stem cells in that they're like we can basically put this on ice for you if you'd like like i think you yeah, like I don't even know. Eat if they... it. People eat them. Yeah, my aunt made a soup. supposed to be really good it. for you. Yeah. No, they were. Well, I don't think they were doing that. They were literally like they they were asking if they wanted the hospital to keep it because literally. And I looked it up because I was like, why did they ask that? They said yes, but it's literally because I don't. It's not something I think they can do right now. But they're anticipating the the technology will get to a point that, for example, if this baby somewhere down the line, if he's like twenty years old and he loses an arm or something you could use those cells to like hypothetically regrow parts of the body or, they, they, or you can use which them is insane. just to repair. Like if there's you certain stem stuff, cells yeah, shit, you can't regrow shit, but because when you're, and I, I had to look it up and understand this, but it's like when you're a baby, but specifically when you're in the womb, those types of cells, the stem cells, the reason they're called stem cells is because, the human body doesn't produce them after a certain point, but like they can grow into They're a bunch eating. of other different parts of your body. Yeah. And that's because when you're in early development, that's like how they work. And I was like, that is fascinating. It's pretty bizarre that, cause weren't there people that were like advocating against it or saying it was. Oh yeah. Well, because it's associated with abortion, right? Some because... people think, yeah, you literally have to like harvest children, but there's other <laughs> ways to get it. But also like, dude, if you're gonna rip a baby into twenty pieces, like let me at least like, <laughs> let me at least my boo boo fast. Keep selling like, them. It, it is kind of insane. Yeah, I mean, this was this was uh you know the baby was born healthy and everything, but 
I just thought it was fascinating. I'm like, wow, that's insane that that's an option to just Dude, like, I'm, uh, some of that. I'm kind of out of it. And I, when you were first gearing up in the story, I thought it was going to be the doctor being like, can we use your baby for themselves? Daring. The doctor's like, you're going to eat that? Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy, though. We're doing um, some we're doing some blood libel here, but it's against Gentiles, so it's fine. Wait, yes, no, I guess exactly. it is against Jews. Hey, no, hey. it's the opposite. They're sucking the the juice out of the Jewish babies, uh, so it, it is it, it is reverse blood libel. It's, it's you're talking uh, berserk, yeah. Berserk. Wait, it, in berserk, did they suck new. stuff out of Jewish people? I don't is remember that, that part. I don't think I, I don't got remember, to that point. Yet. I don't no, no, remember the berserk, bro. Oh, Brissard. Yeah, I'm making a witty pun. I don't know. Oh, Briss. I like the idea of like. Can you imagine doing a bris with the gut sword? That would be like, I was thinking of a Careful. comic. Careful. Has someone done that? I've Did done it? my bris comic, which was about the uh, samurai, the wandering ronin cut. I think that's the comic that first that's drew awesome. me to your attention, Zach, actually, which was uh, uh, the wandering... Uh, we, we, the moil canceled. How are we going to do this bris? What luck? It's a wandering ronin. And it's, you know, it's a dirty <laughs> samurai with a sword. And, you know, so I don't even know that one. I think that was pre- Old ass. Yeah, How's that bro? some, like, yeah. he's been making bangers from day one, bro. Yeah, I, I remember when you were just one. a small baby account. Tiny baby Dude, account. I, yeah, baby. I, I remember, I think, when we when I first joined Twitter, before I had even chosen the name Beetle Moses, I was still going by some long... Incong incongruous name that I had to change. That uh, I remember listening to that. There was a Twitter space between you two. You guys were chatting, mm -hmm. and House, you were still sitting at like, you might have had like fifteen thou on on Twitter or something like that. And Zach yeah. might have been sitting at like forty k. And uh, yeah, that's when I first like saw your work, and I was like, damn, this dude is cooking. This guy's really good. <laughs> oh, but, you're uh, nice. You're nice. Yeah, and then and then it feels like we all kind of like you know. We're, it feels like we, we're all the same graduating class. We're yeah. all kind of like came up. Well, we're part know. of the COVID, the weird COVID web comics research. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. For some reason, everyone got. I think something about the fact that everything's in boxes or something, but everyone just started really like associating with web comics. They came back unexpectedly. They did, they did come back. There was like. I don't want to say it was me, but it was you. It was all you. I, I, I was grinding for three years pre-COVID before you guys hit the scene. I just. That's true. I think I made That's it kind of cool. I, you know, I don't want to brag, but. But there was also. I mean, you were doing like a lot of the and that, that Beanie Tuesday fella as well was sort of uh sort of pre this, but I think COVID for some reason. I guess it's because everyone was inside and like now everyone was doing their hobbies as well. So it's like. People yeah, dude, it. it would it, be so messed up if like all three of us found like <clears throat> mainstream success and started this new wave of like kids like I want to grow up and be a web comic artist. I would literally <laughs> kill myself. Dude. I would. <laughs> that would be That's like the Oppenheimer we levels. We need doctors. Of, like, <laughs> we need doctors. Please, I've created but... death. Well, <laughs> but like I do, I do think like um. I don't know. It's it's funny because I felt for a long time that I was like, you know, when, when I saw us three and also like Keith Stack and a bunch of other guys also kind of just like making really good comics. And all of a sudden, like you said, how it's like this like weird resurgence because it felt like web comics were kind of stale for some reason, which is unusual because now I feel like I look on some of the web comics that I was kind of like 
iffy on and now i look at them a lot more warmly you know like well, yeah. than I, well than I, I think did. it was really for a while and i hate to use this term but it was very reddit uh, it was comments. yeah you know it it's is. very because a lot of them are <laughs> A lot of the the history of web web comics, I think, especially in that that period you're talking about, it's Tumblr stuff. You know, it's mm -hmm. fandom stuff. It's sort of weepy autobiographical stuff. If there are gags, they're sort of they're very tame and you know for a big general audience, so you mm -hmm. can't go too fucked up with it ever. Um, but uh, was it? I remember, I mean, there was some great shit that I saw on Reddit during that time. That Elder Cactus fella, I think. Elder Cactus the, is Oh, awesome. yeah, he was good. He was, was anti-Reddit that found yeah. success on Reddit. But yeah. he had that one of like, ooh, my butthole, my butthole. Yes. You know, that's a Tony classic Lazarus one. Lazarus <laughs> Tony Lazuto says hello. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a great one from that it's era. Awesome. Dude, speaking but, of that era, yeah. I was blown the fuck away. I don't, Harris won't know this house. I know you will. Do you remember... I think we talked about it before, but it was like uh, this chick who would do video gaming comics. Uh, oh, the the Jeff Tiedrick, Jeff Tiedrick's daughter, Kate, Katie Tiedrick, daughter, dude. Yeah. I, was like, Yo, I do not know who you're. Who are you talking okay, about? Okay, so Katie Tiedrick, what was the name? Awkward Zombie. She did a yes, gaming yeah. webcomic. She had a bunch of funny comics. She had one about Pokemon weaknesses, where it's about how do you make sense of flying versus fighting. And she says, "Have you ever tried to punch a bird?" And I remember that line. Okay. Really good line. But then it turns out her dad, her name is Katie Tiedrick. I never put this together, but her dad is famous, you know, uh, sir, this is a Wendy's poster. Trump reply guy. Yeah, Trump reply really? guy and liberal stalwart Jeff Tiedrick. Uh, and that was, she made a comic about Jeff Tiedrick being the guy that inspired her to write comics to begin with. And it was- like, Oh, that's who this is. That's insane. It, I that's saw really the funny, most though. biggest Jeff Tiedrick haters in the replies being like, I don't hate him anymore. <laughs> this like, is funny. Dude, I, I can't. I can't. You that, raised a goofy kid. I got to respect. Yeah. You know, yeah, got to yeah. respect. You raised a goofy kid. Yes. That's that, all we ever want. That, yeah, that shit. That shit's hilarious. I mean, I, I had no idea. I've seen this De Jeff Tiedrick guy before on Twitter, but I never even was. I was oh, he's like, the best is guy. He is so <laughs> he is the most frothing at the mouth, centrist, liberal, like Hillary supporter type guy. <laughs> And he that. is, but he's, he just wins everyone over because of how zealous he like, you can look up, sir, this is a Wendy's. And he has literally replied, sir, this is a Wendy's to various Republican pundits, <laughs> like 10,000 times. Like it's, you just, based. you just, this guy's based. This guy's based. Yeah, no, every, and like when, tr when Trump was arrested, everyone was like, it's Jeff Tiedrick's day. <laughs> it's, it's Jeff's day. It's for him. Oh my God. That is mad funny. Well, what happened with Katie? Is she still, uh. Oh, she's relevant. She's she keeps doing comics. She still she's, make comics. Yeah, she she. I, I mean, that's the stuff. one that drew every the, the yeah uh, the thing that drew everyone's attention to the fact that Jeff Tiedrick was her dad was a comic uh, she made about Jeff Tiedrick doodling. Oh right, right, on, crazy uh, on a thing. But I don't oh, yeah, know no, if she I, makes I'm gaming on, comics anymore. Or I'm on awkwardzombie.com, and there are. Uh... Yeah, she's posting. She's posting she's every posting. day, basically. They're classic. Yeah. I like her, her art's style. really good. Style. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's good. It's got that digital style, but it's not doesn't have that like oppressive vector graphics like um, uh, oatmeal type of thing going on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's very yeah. Cerebral. No, these are well done. It Dude, is. That was these a Reddit comic, bro. That, that I even oatmeal. I'm scared yeah. to even look back at them because I'm like, holy shit, Reddit. Which one's that? Oh, the oatmeal, which is, I don't want to say anything bad. I've ragged against the guy before. I find, and I shouldn't, because he's probably fine, you know, 
But I, it's he's the a hardcore most... Zionist, bro. Say whatever you is want. Is he? Is he? Yeah. Oh, this the guy. oatmeal guy is a hardcore Zionist. He's oh, like okay. Insane. Fuck that guy. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. I made that yes. up. I made that up. I made no. that up. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. Is, is it damn, no. Well, it's, I mean, it's like, that's like when the strange planet guy turned out to be an anti-abortionist, but he's oh not an anti-abortionist God. anymore. Did, so I think someone who loves like shitty, like dude, my comics are shit posts and those alien ones are like shit posts. And it's like yeah. the fact that someone actually gave him a TV show to me is insane. Cause it's like, the entire point of the comic is, I beep boop. Uh, basketball? Don't you mean football? In it's coneheads. It's the coneheads <laughs> joke. But how do you yeah. do that for like episodes? Yeah. Twenty what years. Yeah, I it's don't know. Crazy. Yeah, I've been. I mean, I I was always a little bit even like nervous to do a comic, like to to Keith Stack's credit. The, like I think having a comic with even just like recurring characters is difficult in and of itself because you need all of your jokes to surround these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's tough. But like that guy, he does not just the same characters, but the same joke. Like yeah, every single time for the the, the strange planet guy. I mean, sometimes I think that premise no, can also be the the alex norris fella the oh no comics guy i think he does the the one joke premise like really well actually because yeah i i i agree well but i think something... it got stolen didn't yeah he's in a, that he's shit in a is crazy awful yeah. yeah oh my god i know he's been embroiled in a crazy legal battle i think he actually i think they are have... they actually i think oh alex they norris sorry i they, yeah i do think that they i could be wrong but i feel like they came out on top <laughs> Like I think they they actually did end up winning the legal battle, but I could... I think there is there was well, some headway in that, but yeah, Golden Bell Games fucking stole their IP, and that shit is that's my nightmare. That you sucks. Know? That's why I've never attempted to partner with any sort of you know not that they would have me anyway, not that they would have the penis guys, but uh yeah it's like i don't know if i would like if a games company offered me to do a ttrpg i'd probably just try and do it independently based on the assumption oh no you guys are gonna try and steal my shit download Mm. uh rpg maker bro it's like five bucks you can make a wealth of games you can make the most based dude i would 100 percent play a penis guy rpg for sure in the house of decline style i I have my I, i can tell you my pitch for a game which is uh, a, a game that it? I've always, it's a, it has RPG elements, but it's a roguelike platformer called Game of Decline. And there would be power-ups and it would be 2D. And the point is you would be just be going down. The stages would be 2D, but there would be sort of various obstacles, sort of like a worms map on each different thing. And you, the idea is you need to go down further and further and you could have uh, enemies and, uh, and it would be all in black and white and it would be sort of simplistic. Dude, this is so you awesome. Could reduce it cheaply. That is awesome. Uh, Bro, you need like, to have a gag. And it would have platforming like... elements as well. Like you'd have to clear the room with platforming elements as well as defeating the enemies in the room. But then you would get upgrades to help with the platforming and the, and the weapons. And uh, we talking there, just it, platforms or some puzzles too. There, there could be puzzle rooms as well. There could be puzzle. Bro, rooms. you need a character select screen that boasts like four thousand different characters, but it's just the one penis guy with like a ranger hat or a wizard hat or like mm-hmm. a, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The same design uh, yeah. of guy. Dude, or, that would well, be fresh, though. That sounds like that would be fresh. Uh, like I could bring back some of uh the one time characters. Like I, I really like Big Torso Frank. Like he deserves to. <laughs> He deserves to come back. I like that guy. You think it's playable or just NPC? 
uh, he might be he might be an NPC because he wouldn't fit Dude, into that. You should one million percent craft on this and just do that. Uh, no, Lisa I mean type thing. Dude, people would pay to be NPC like sometimes to design you... a little NPC guy that's like. There. Mm-hmm. And speaking of things where um, that a, a, like a brilliant designer or creator got screwed as well was there is this game I follow uh, called Mister Coup or the many the many lives of. I don't know. The character is called Mr. Koo. It's by this Spanish animator. The thing is, this animation is like, it's the best anim- modern animation I've ever seen. It's like a shame that um, this guy is 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 underrated. And I first knew about Mr. Koo because it appeared on Newgrounds years and years and years ago in its Based. early infancy. And mm-hmm. I rediscovered this guy through Twitter. And turns out he makes this point-and-click adventure game with this gorgeous fucking animation in it. But the game gets trashed because the studio that he leased the programming out to or partnered with did a totally shit job with it. And he had to make this apology to everyone. Damn. And he had to like, and he was talking smack about the studio. And I like believed him because it's like, damn, you really do have to like DIY for, for you to get that quality control, you know? It, okay, let me read off these uh, executives real quick. Gotta say, love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, if you are listening to this and you want to be part of the Patreon, we'd love to have you over there. We got a nice little family of people in the discord there and you, the door is always open. You can go to patreon.com slash cold cuts. These are our executives. We have bugs on my wee wee, big tasty, brat, brat, pew, pew, conga, heli, Francho, Gizan, HP, limp dick, protista, protagon, Shrek the third, Shalom, guy. Welcome back. And Trevor Stilson, I freaking love you guys. Thank you so much for, for your support. The execs rock, bro. It is crazy that we got the exec squad rolling, bro. These these guys are killers. We got yeah, shooters in every city. We got shooters in Ontario. House, you better watch your back. Okay, oh, They're coming. They're coming. We for have them. a private eye on the server, yeah. which is insane. You were saying that earlier about some guy who's like a indiana jones told you he likes your comics when we had the, <laughs> the private eye guy say he liked our comics or mine i was like what the bro why that, you have like a you, real your job, you're a person you know yeah, yeah like, you, you're crazy you doing, like um, not to compare myself to cormac mccarthy because i obviously have not <laughs> don't bring him. that up harris is going to talk about how he's reading blood meridian for the seventh time blood do not fucking yeah. Yeah. No, oh, did you? the judge yeah i finished you're it. done finished it like yeah, I finished it like uh, last week or something. Yeah, great. How based is it when they're like, you know, let's play with each other's pee and make bullets? Oh, I like the part where they're like, I can't believe there's blood in my Meridian. Fucking... <laughs> uh, no, the book was amazing. I mean, I know that it's become like a Twitter meme that it's just like, you got to read this book. But yeah, it's, it's, wow, it's, it's, it, it's yeah. absolutely deserving of the accolades. It definitely has sat with me it's sickening come meridian or the evening gayness in the west sorry yeah that that's good that's no, good it's, the, it's the, i think you got something there the I character have you done a blood meridian comic have you done a judge holden i comic? haven't it's done a come so, meridian comic but i think i, I feel like quick, House of decline what was your there. absolute favorite part about the book my absolute favorite part i mean 